0: Hello everyone, I'm coming for another episode of the Intuitive Revolution in Business and today I'm super excited, it's our training day or content day, I mean every day is content but you know that we have this cycle where I um, do a teaching, then I have a guest, then I review a book and then I do a and a So today is the teaching training sort of thing And I wanted to talk to you about my EPIC framework, but specifically the E in EPIC. So, um, E stands for energy, P for prosperity, I for intuition, and C for clarity, courage, and confidence. And I wanted to talk to you about energy today because I believe that energy and intuition are intimately linked, okay? Intuition is really tuning into energy. And energy does not lie. You know, as kids, we knew that um, someone would be lying to us, an adult in particular. They would say words that didn't match their energy and it made us puzzled, confused. I remember that myself because I was trained to believe what people were saying rather than how they felt, right? So I tuned into the energy of people. And we were all, as children, radiant, feeling beings. And then school turned us into thinking beings. And with it, come a sort of disconnect. So I'm going to show you a little diagram for those of you who are watching on YouTube. But I'm going to explain it to you for those of you on the podcast. When we were little, our energy field completely surrounded us and was centered around our heart energy. It was really balanced. It was beautiful, but by the time school has done the job that it has, our energy field is usually mostly focused around our heads because so much emphasis has been put on thinking. Now, of course, there are some exceptions with people who are um, very physical and into sports and who have managed to keep that um, that beautiful moving energy. Um, but for most of us, we have, um, disembodied almost to speak. So our energy is all here up in our heads and it disconnects us from our heart. Now, I know that you're here because you're a heart-centered entrepreneur. And I want you to understand energy as much as you can. The bigger your vision, the more your, um, your energy will be important for you, right? Because as a heart-centered entrepreneur, you're likely to, like, to lack boundaries around your energy. But let me just explain some basics for you. And one of the things I want you to understand before we start on the basics, I have five points to, to highlight to you, is that energy is like gravity. You don't need to know or believe in it for it to affect you. So let's get started with the basics. First, we all have an energy field around us. Um, Actually, this also applies to animals, plants, and if you've never heard of Keolian photography, look into it, it's fascinating. Second, we also have energy centers that draw energy into our energy field. They're a little bit like mouths. And even though most people focus only on seven energy centers, we have actually many, many more. I'd like to actually mention the ones that we have in the palm of our hands. Oops, I have to move my, my keyboard, sorry. <laughs> I, um, I'm tending to put, I put my, my notebook on my keyboard and it started doing funny things. So we have energy centers in our hands, for example, we have some on the back of our shoulders, uh, which is why if someone puts their their hand on the back of our shoulders, it feels really, really comforting. It's not just because they're like touching us, it's because there's that energy center. We have energy center under our feet. And if they're closed, that means we're disconnected from the earth. That's also why the fact that we're wearing shoes all the time prevents us from connecting to the energy of the earth. And I believe that could have something to do with the fact that we are not as connected to the earth as a species as we used to be, and and that has had some negative consequences. Number three, our energy field is here to protect us, but also to connect us to everything around us, okay? Number four, when two people stand in the same room their energy fields reach out to assess whether they're comfortable. And they do that with strands of energy that they send out like feelers or imagine like fingers of energy. And this is why even if you don't know there's someone in the room, you can still feel it is because you're energy field has sands and feelers all around the room. And this is a protection mechanism is to make sure that you're safe. You know, it used to um, be another way that um, it would help us survive, um, you know, the the polar bears or the bears uh, in the wild when we were cave people. Right. So if we decide to build a stronger relationship with a person, these strands of energy will get stronger. Okay. And let's have a little think about how that might look. Again, I've done a little drawing here to explain to you these trends of energy um, kind of build on each other almost like a web. And that's why um, you might be maybe in your office thinking about someone and suddenly you receive a call from that person. It's because they were thinking of calling you and because of those trends of energy, that thought traveled along the strands between the two of you. And if you're a little bit sensitive to energy, or if you're um, um, quite tuned in with your intuition, you will. their name will have popped up in your mind at that, like a few seconds before they called. Does that make sense? I think it makes a lot of sense to me. Because energy doesn't know time or space, right? So I can do a healing session with a client in Australia while sitting in my office in the southwest of England. And it's just as powerful, if not more, than if they were in my space physically. Right? So now let's talk about unhealthy energetic bonds. We all have had them. So if we had all our shit sorted, energy strands would be smooth, straight, straight, sorry, and balanced, but we all have baggage. And again, I've made another little drawing and you might wanna go and check this out on YouTube if you're on my podcast, because it's it's interesting the way I've made all these little drawings. It's, it's just stick figures, but I, fi- I feel that they, I'm gonna describe them anyway. So I've made like an oval and inside of it, there's a stick person. There's a little cloud inside the bubble And then there's a little tear and there's a little hole. And I'm gonna explain to you what I think could have happened to that person who have all these things happening in their energy field. So the puff, the little cloud is a puff of fear. Um, All our thoughts are energy. And I have, uh, from having worked for years as a Reiki master, I can tell you with all the sessions that I've done around people, that very often I can see almost like an entire cloud around their heads because thoughts have energy and specifically negative thoughts um, have this smoky kind of energy. So you could literally have a cloud around your head of all the worries um, that you've been thinking of and it clouds your judgment, it clouds your thinking. Literally, I love how expressions very often confirm the reality of energy. And I I found out uh, in my clinical hypnotherapy practice in the first years of my business, that if I cleared the energy around my client's head before we did hypnotherapy, we had results that like blew my mind compared to maybe other hypnotherapists because the energy pattern would no longer be in their heads. And then we retrained their brain to think a different way, to have a different belief, but they had a clear state to practice that new belief. Whereas if they still had had that cloud of energy, they would be caught in that way of thinking. And that's why we're often stuck in our habitual thinking. Does that make sense? So that's that little cloud, that puff of fear in the energy field of my stick um, person. The tear uh, could have been when they were little and they were learning to ride a bike and they fell down and their energy field was ripped from the fall. And because, of course, their parents didn't know about energy, they didn't know about energy themselves, they are not even aware that there's that tear in the energy that needs to be repaired. It's there. And what happens when you have a tear in your energy field is that it's like an open door into your house. Someone can literally come in and do whatever they want, hook into you. And we'll talk about hooks and cords later on in this podcast episode or in this video. And then I made a little hole in the energy field in my stick person. And that would be maybe a hole that was made into it when they had an argument with someone because that's what happens. And again, we'll talk about how people can create arguments to poke holes in your energy field to get through to you, right? So this is probably, and this is only three little things I put on my drawing, but you probably have a hundred of them in your auric, auric field, your energy field. And this is how our energy fields look, most of us, because most of us don't know about energy, don't know about how to fix it, don't know how um, (laughs) this is no one teaches us that that thing in in school. So when we meet another person, if you remember, I talked about all these trends of energy that connect us to each other. it's not, it's not a clear state. It's full of this baggage. It's full of these, all these occurrences and all these pollutants in within the energy field. So you probably have a damaged and dirty energy system because no one taught you how to repair your energy field and no one taught you how to keep it clean. You know, imagine if no one had taught you how to brush your teeth. Your teeth would be filthy by now, but it's the same with your energy fields. I would hazard a guess that pretty much 99% of the population has no energy hygiene. So our energy systems are disgusting. (laughs) Um, I will say, say something, though. Most of my clients, my business clients, get an energy cleanse the first time they work with me. That's the very first thing I do for them because... Because what I've just explained, everybody just walks around so dirty. And I used to be the same. There's no judgment around it. Who taught you energy hygiene? No one. Who taught me energy hygiene? No one either. Not even when I trained as a Reiki master did I have someone teach me about energy hygiene. I had to learn it all myself. Almost immediately after I teach them about energy hygiene, I teach them the basics of looking after their energy field. So it's calling their energy back on a regular basis, clearing their energy field and removing cords, right? So let's talk about cords because I've mentioned it already and it's a very, very important uh, concept. And we've talked about those energy strands. Now, if the energy strands are not clear, like of pure intent, they become bonds that are manipulative. Does that make sense? So these energy strands, which are more like hooks and that cord you to the person so that they can sort of manipulate you, you know, it's like pulling strings around you. These cords can drain you, uh, make you do things you don't want to do. They can stop you from doing what you really want to do. So let me explain a little bit what cords can be. Cords can be your own attachment to your fears, If you're a fear bug, if you constantly worry about everything, you will have an energy of fear that is hooked into your energy fields. And that means it'll be very, very difficult for you to be able to not be fearful. Right. That's something you can let go. The day you're ready to let go of that fear pattern or habit, then a good energy worker can help you release that fear. Right. Right. Now, cords can, can attach us to many different things. It can attach us to our own thoughts. So if you have a particularly strong belief, it will be corded into you. And that's why it could be very hard for you to let go of that belief. It could be the belief that the world is a dangerous place. It could be the belief that people are out there to um, you know, um, take advantage of you. And these beliefs are usually handed down by our own parents. Uh, or or our peers and once they're corded into us it's very you know until you do that work um, that mindset work but also the energy work that goes with it the two are paired then you will be keeping those beliefs and they're not serving you now a lot of people would have taught you how to do that from a mindset point of view but not many people would have taught you that how much the energy work behind it is important and believe me I think everybody should know. I have taught this to my own children in my homeschooling and I would wish that someone would teach the children because they know about energy when they're little. They can feel all that stuff and it can be very confusing for them not to have someone they can reach out to that could explain this to them. Right, so these chords can also um, attach us to people, situations, drama, substances, so substance abuse very often comes with a an, an, uh, a compromised aura, a compromised energy field, um, as well as a, a um, how can I say a damaged energy field. And then what can happen is when the, your energy field is compromised and you 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 know you're using substance um, to, I suppose, distract yourself from whatever it is that you need to distract yourself from. That also attracts. Um, unsavory spirit entities and then this reinforces the the thing that's why it's so hard to get off drugs or to to stop being an alcoholic it's that very often in bars and in um, pubs you will have a lot of, of alcoholics who haven't moved on you know they're caught you could call them ghosts in a way they're caught in between worlds they haven't moved on to the light and they hover around bars to be able to experience what it's like to have a drink, because that's something that they loved when they were still alive. So, and these people will latch onto your energy if you have a compromised energy field, and they will make sure you continue to drink, because that's what they want, if that makes any sense. So if there wasn't all that energetic stuff going on, it would be so much easier just to wake up one day and say, no, I don't want to drink anymore. But because of energy hooks, because of cords, it's super hard. And believe me, removing a cord is really easy as long as you know what you're doing. It's more difficult to do it for yourself, especially if they're tricky cords, because cords have also intelligence and they um, they feed off your energy. So they will hide. You won't necessarily know they're there, especially even if you can see energy yourself. OK, so. I have removed cords from hundreds of people. And actually I want to share with you the very first time that I removed cords. I, nobody taught me to do that stuff. I'd read in a um, Dorian Virtue book that you, about this cord thing and that it's useful to call in Archangel Michael to remove these cords. So I thought to myself, actually I didn't think to myself anything. I had a client on the table for a Reiki treatment And this woman, this gorgeous woman, had actually um, escaped a domestic violence environment with her two little kids who were under three. So she had a toddler and a baby, and she was in a shelter. And bless her soul, she booked a session with me, and she insisted on paying. In the end, I said, no, you pay me only half the money, because she just wanted to pay. She had this money, and she wanted the help. And she asked me to help her energetically, because she was in such a state. Her husband, her abusive husband who had said to her that he would find her and track her and kill her had obviously hooked into her. And what, the result of this was that she could not close her eyes without seeing his face. And so that impacted her sleep. It was just devastating for her. And she was obviously living in the fear of this man who had said he would hunt her down. So she's lying on the, on the couch and she can't close her eyes. And the week before I read in a book that, about these cords and how Archangel Michael can come and help her to remove the cords. So I said to her, look, I have no idea how to do this. I've never done this, but would you be happy for me to try removing those cords? And she said, of course, I, um, I'm happy for you to do that. I don't know why she trusted me. I still feel so grateful for her, her trust. And also her determination to create a better life for herself and for children. Anyway, she's lying on the couch. She can't close her eyes because she's afraid she's going to see her husband's face. I ask Archangel Michael to come in and remove the cords. I have no idea if this works. At that point, it feels like I'm inventing the whole thing. And I feel slightly, um, actually, I feel like a fraud and I'm like, Oh my God, this poor woman, she's um, trusting me to do something to help her. And I have no idea if that's real. And maybe I should just give her her money back. Well, what happened next absolutely blew our mind because she decided to close her eyes and maybe she was just relaxed. And and she realized she didn't see his face anymore. He was gone and he never came back. She was able to sleep again. She was able to relax more. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, this cord thing, it's a real thing. Even though I'd only read in a book a week before, there was the result. The result was there for, you know, to speak for itself. But I will say, so I'm going to explain to you um, over the, the, you know, the years, the decades that I've done this cord removal thing. I have seen cords that looked completely different. So I've seen the cords that were literally like um, chastity belts around people's waist, uh, usually women from their own husbands. I've seen um, like tentacles that would, um, you know, wrap around a, a person's neck. I've seen um, spider webs that would like be over the whole person's energy. Uh, I've seen it even as a plug one of my clients had almost like a row of those plugs on on her lower back and her husband and her mother and uh, were plugged into her. And it looked like, you know, electrical plug that maybe you have from your computer that you put into the wall. It was just, I was like, oh my God, this looks hilarious. What on earth is that? And then once we removed the plug and then I actually removed the bar that allowed people to plug in, she was so much better. Now, this is going to sound crazy to you, and it sounded crazy to me too. You now, I'm a lawyer by background. I, I was never prepared for all of this, but it worked, and that, that's what matters for me, is the fact that it worked. So I've seen, I mean, I could give you so many more examples. I've had people where I could see that they had um, b- bounds around their wrist that or even around their ankles that prevented them from moving forward. So these cords can be removed, but they can, they can only be removed when we learn the lesson, okay? When we decide to let go of that, when we're happy to let go of those cords. Now, I want you to understand that cords are not the same as love. If you love someone and they've corded you, which is very frequent when we are manipulative or when we're with the person who's insecure... This will not impact the love of the person that you have for them and they have for you. It will just clear the relationship of some unhealthy patterns. And let me give you an example, even though that person decided in the end to leave her partner, but I had another client come to me when I was a Reiki master and practicing as a clinical hypnotherapist. She was a psychologist herself, and she had been in a relationship for six years with a man that she didn't seem to be able to leave ever. So I saw that there were cords. I removed them and she was able to leave him within three weeks. Not only that, she found another partner almost on the back of that. So I'm not saying whether this is healthy that she found another partner or not. And I'm not saying that she had to leave that person, but she knew she had to. And that is the difference. By having that little energetic push, removing that cord, she was finally able to do it. And she was just gobsmacked. She just couldn't believe what happened. She, you know, she called me super excited and said, "You won't believe this." So, as brilliant entrepreneurs with big visions, we need to get rid of our cords because they're holding us back, right? So, most of the time, as you can see from the examples, the cords that we have in our energetic field. Uh, to our families, our relatives, friends, and lovers. But they could be from a competitor. They could be from an employee. They could be from a business partner. And they don't need, all these people don't need to know about energy to hook us powerfully. This is what I want you to, if there's only one thing that you remember from this episode, that's what I want you to remember is that people don't need to know about energy in order to hook you. Um, or Suck You Dry. I call these people energy vampires, and I might make a special episode about it, but uh, probably not because I don't think it's that relevant for business. But it's it was one of the most popular episodes of my previous um, podcast. And as I am... Um, you know, in the course of preparing a membership for this podcast, if you wanted to sponsor it, you would have access to this episode as well as the other 87 episodes from my previous podcast where I share everything I learned about energy, uh, intuition, uh, but also business through, um, you know, the five years, um, it's six years now, but uh, through the years that I've, I've been uh, building my, my business online. So if you're interested in joining the membership, um, there's some good news coming up. Um, Watch this space and I'll be announcing it on this podcast when it's ready. So now I want to tell you how these chords are actually created. Okay. How do these things, these strands of energy hook into your energy? If you feel pity for someone that opens a door into your energy field for that person to hook in and they will i promise you because they need your energy they're not evil people who called you are not evil they're just energy deprived and if you open the door imagine that you had this house full of food you have a full fridge and you also have all this food that's been cooked you're having dinner with your family it's all on the table And and you leave the door open of your house. This is what you do when you open that thing in your energy field by pity. Now, of course, someone who's out there hungry will come into your house because of the smell and come and want to have a meal at your table because you've invited them in through feeling sorry for them. This is one of the biggest ways that people open their energy field for people to call them without even knowing what they're doing. Bitty energy is this is just yucky, <clears throat> but you don't realize that it's actually helping people you feel sorry for hook into you. Arguments also create holes in your energy field that people can hook to, into you. So very angry people are usually very energy deprived because they're so angry and anger takes a lot of energy from your energy field. So what they'll do, they'll create arguments with everyone. You know these people who are super argumentative and who argue about everything. But if you entertain these arguments with them, you're inviting them into your energy field. Again, you're opening a door for them to come in and hook into you. And what I want you to know is once the hook is in, it doesn't matter if the person walks away. If you never talk to them again in your entire life... Or even if they die, they'll still be hooked into you, which is why maybe today you've done everything to push up your your health, your lifestyle. Maybe you've also, you know, decluttered your life massively of all the time wasters, but you could still feel exhausted because as long as these cords from the past are still in your energy field, they are draining you. And they're also draining you every time you think of that person because you're almost sending like this invitation. Remember me? I have this wonderful energy. Come and get my energy. So pity, arguments. Guilt is a big, big court um, invitation. If you feel guilty about something and you think about that person, it opens the door. And do you know how many people guilt trip you? They do that to hook into your energy. So people will want to f- make you feel sorry for themselves. They will create an argument. They will make you feel guilty. They will create shame into you. So shame is also a big chord Im- imitation. Power struggle. People who are always trying to have the last word with you. These people are trying to hook into you and they might actually have done it already. they See, this is the thing. I I can't say enough times. These people don't need to know about energy or cords in order to do that to you. And then, of course, the one that I've already mentioned is substance abuse. That is like that will create so much damage to your energy field that you'll be open to anything after that. You know, you'll be open to, um, you know, um, dead people who haven't passed on. People call them ghosts. I don't. I don't really like the term ghost, Uh, but it will be also, you know, other people who are needy. Um, You could also have entities, all sorts of things. I'm not going to go into all of that, but this is going to impact your business, though. And it could be that you have been an alcoholic 20, 30 years ago, and you, you quit and you feel great and your life has changed. But there's still something there. You still feel tired. There's something not right that could be a cord that still links you to that past um, that past of yours so you know go to an energy worker ask them to remove that cord and to repair your energy field. and as i said earlier this can be done from a distance you don't have to go physically to that person for her to be able or him to be able to do that however i'm going to say this it's really important we had this discussion with my husband last night Be careful who you go to because it's a real jungle out there. Okay. So trust your intuition on whether the person that you're going to let you allow to work on your energy field is trustworthy or not, and whether they have the purest of intent. Not all healers have the purest of intent. Very often they have that savior syndrome where they want to save everyone else. And actually, because they have that need to feel validated through the good work that they do with their healing. Um, they are actually, um, they can be using your energy as well. So <laughs> just use your intuition. You know We will be talking about intuition in two months time, actually, or eight weeks time, because obviously in the next episode, we're starting on my framework. So today was energy. Next time we'll do prosperity. And third, we'll do intuition. And I'm sorry this is, seems to take so long to get to the point, of talking more about intuition, how to recognize your intuition and everything else. But I want you to understand the bigger picture because this is going to make you value your intuition so much more. So anyway, unless you heal and remove these cords, unless you repair your energy energy field, this will always be there hidden. Okay. And they will be revealed when you're ready to deal with them. That's what the healing process is. Now you might think, why should I need healing in my business? You need healing in your business, and your business might need healing as well because you can't leave yourself at the door. You come into your business with your entire life, your private life, your um, you know uh, your past, whatever you've been doing, whatever your thoughts. And so this impacts the success of your business. This impacts your connection to your business. Does that make sense? I'm going to take a quick sip of water because my my throat feels very, very parched. You know, those false friends, for example, that friend who offers you cake every time you tell them you want to lose weight. That friend has probably courted you because they're not a true friend. What friend would actually offer cake to their best friend? This is not for your highest interest. They don't have your highest interest at heart. So look into these relationships with um, some new pair of eyes. You know, they might be nice in another way. And I <clears throat> I'm i going to share something that happened in um, a community that I've created for parents of transgender um, adults. Because I have a transgender um adult child myself I know that sounds really weird an adult child but yes he's my child but he's transgender and he's um, you know over 18 and so it's a group that I created to support these parents that um, are on a tough journey because the first thing that happens to you when you know when you, when your child tells, tells you that they're transgender you fear for them their safety that's very obvious because of um, you know the hate that happens out there And that was, you know, when my son came out, it was in the middle of the huge debate in the U.S. around, um, you know, toilet use, you know, like gendered toilet and whether transgender people should be allowed in the toilets um, of their own gender. And then there was this ridiculous debate that was created around uh, the safety of uh, women with trans women in, in toilets, in public toilets in the UK, and especially with JK Rowling. That super disappointed me, by the way. I'm like, I'm never gonna look at her the same way after what she's done. And she's like on a mission to deny the human rights of trans people. And I just can't, I can't deal with this. I really can't deal. with She was such a, a, an inspiration for me. Anyway. There was this parent in my support group on Facebook who whose friend sent her the, the most disgusting book ever about trans people. And it, it's completely based on the fear that trans people will regret their decision. But it's actually like propaganda. And it was given to her by her best friend. And she was like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. She's giving this. She's not trusting my... Um, my, my son, she's uh, denying you know his transition, this, that, and the other. And it's obvious to me that this is not a true friend. How can a true friend do that to you? Absolutely not. They should be here to support you. But as I say, going back to what's likely to happen in your business, it could be an employee. It could be a partner. Why are you putting up with that? Just don't. Don't let them hook into the energy of your business or yourself, and with a competitor, the way it can happen, you might not even know they exist, because the hooks can happen like merely only in the uh, on the internet. It could be that someone has watched your success and how you know how successful you are on social media. They're one of your followers, and they hate you, and they keep on sending this bad energy your way. And if your energy field is compromised it will seep in and they'll be able to hook into you. Now, I'm not saying this to completely spook you. I'm saying this so that you take energy seriously. Honestly, you cannot reach the top of the potential that you're supposed to reach if you have these energy problems. They absolutely need to be addressed as one of the foundations of your success, which is why my EPIC framework, are the four foundations for brilliant entrepreneurs energy prosperity intuition and the last one is mindset but it is like a mix of courage confidence and clarity so i call it the triple c so that's my epic framework right so why is energy so important for your intuition and your business because if you have a compromised energy field it reduces your capacity for success It creates filters that block your intuition. In order for your intuition to be as powerful as it needs to be, you need to have a clear energy field. You need to have a healthy and functioning energy system. Because otherwise, it's like looking at the world through dirty glasses, right? Or through the fog, And you want to be your energy and your mind as clear as possible in your business, right? Also, having a clear energy and being aligned with your business will make it so much easier, so much more fun, right? Instead of it being hard work. A lot of people um, find business hard, but that's because they have all these problems in their energy and maybe even in their, um, you know, in their mindset. Um, Energy and mindset go hand in hand. I've separated them for the the purpose of my framework, but of course they're all interlinked. Intuition, energy, mindset, all these are interlinked interlinked because 50% of of your intuition is down to your mindset. But once you've cleared your energy, once you've tended to your energy and you have a good energy hygiene, what will happen as well is that it will attract the right people into your business. You know, the law of attraction, if you believe in it, and I absolutely do, and we'll talk about it in the next training in four weeks' time, the law of attraction says that it's your vibe that matters, not your words. So that's why affirmations don't work unless you do the mindset work behind them and the energetic work. In order for you to really have the vibe that matches your desires You need to work on that energy so that you become a conscious creator. And then it will create incredible synchronicities in your life. You won't have to do 100% of the work. It won't be hard work anymore. You will be leveraging the power of your own energy. So today, I want to leave you with one invitation. If you'd like to book a session with me to clear your energy field to remove the cords and give you that boost to your business, your intuition, but also your bottom line, head over to my website and book a session with me. On my homepage, on www.theintuitiverevolution.co.uk, you will find a booking link for a session. Hope to see you there. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs, and go onto my website to download my free workbook, on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.